Welcome one and all to another exclusively recorded, you're very, you are very lucky, exclusively recorded on a Friday, Any Other Business podcast. Any Other Business. Business, business. Any Any Other Business. business. Special. Any Any Other Business. Special. Friday, Friday. special. Any Any Other business. Business. It's special. Okay. Not special as in... Special. No, no, as in uh, that uh, we're, we're putting extra effort into it and there's special stuff going on. Oh, tonight. there is. Well, look, I've got a carry bag with some stuff in it. I've been to the corner shop. Okay. Uh, and I've got us a drink each, uh, a, a maverick drink each. Because I feel like we're about to do our Friday request show. It's very busy. You've had the day off ill yesterday. So Indeed. You, you're on the road to recovery. I'm yes. hanging so I went to the pub last night. So we need help. Yep. So uh, in this white carrier bag here, I have a drink for me. I have gone for some uh, Purdy's Edge. Let's have a look at that. There you go. So hopefully going to give me the, the edge. In Multivitamin, terms... blackberry and slowberry juices. Yep. Performance enhancing drugs. I think wow. that's what... What was the guy who beat Carl Lewis in the, uh, in the 100s? That was Michael... Not Michael Johnson. That is a slur on a great athlete. No, yeah. it's Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. He, yeah. was on, he was on this kind of stuff. <laughs> this is what he was on. <laughs> was he? This was on this kind okay. of stuff. Okay. Uh, and then for you, uh, I've, again, I've literally what I've done is I've inputted all the weird things you sent me to that corner shop to get for you yeah. uh, over the, the time we've been on this show. And it's come out, the computer has come out with Rubicon Sparkling Passion. Fantastic. Is that good? Couldn't have done better. What a computer. You must be the only person drinking these in the modern era. What, Rubicon? Yeah. I don't think so. It's it's an unusual drink. Sparkling passion fruit. Is it good? That's the way forward. There was a light pink one there, which is... Is there a fruit called a guam? Yeah. It was that, but sparkling again. I think sparkling's their thing. <laughs> Take a weird fruit no one's heard of before, sparkle it, stick it in a can. Then, it call, then it's called Rubicon. Rubicon, that's it. Perfect. That's, that's the magic of Rubicon. Uh, we'll have our little drinks and we are ready to go. What did I miss yesterday? What did you miss yesterday? Well, we had... I mean, I could listen back to yesterday's podcast, but uh, it's unlikely I'll ever do that. Well, I presume you're listening to the show. I did actually listen to our Court of an Air. Well, yeah, oh, that's good. You wrapped up in like a tartan towel, <laughs> in, a, in a wicker wheelchair. <laughs> I was in a bad way yesterday. Asking Natalie to open the window for you, you can get a draft across your face <laughs> like in a, like Keats. Do you know what? Ooh, don't worry, I'm not about to go. It's gone again, it's gone again. Worst, the worst thing about yesterday was, is that both me and my wife... Fell ill at the same time. That's horrendous, isn't it? It is when you're looking after a six-month-old, a sixteen-month-old who's not ill in any way, shape, or form. So Rocco, your lad was ill mm. first, then he got better as you two got worse. Yes, spot on. Yeah, uh, and we only have one toilet. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Mm. That's pretty much a description of my 24 hours, so it's great to be back here. Do you know what, though, right? When we were at your house to do the big burn, mm-hmm. uh, I used your one toilet. Yeah. Uh, and obviously it was quite a scary SAS-type operation because I didn't want to wake Rocco up. Yes. Uh, swings and roundabouts in your house, incredibly cre- creaky floorboards, very difficult to, to walk around quietly. Correct. But an incredibly quiet and very high-quality flushing toilet. Thank you very much. I was hugely impressed <laughs> with the quality of your laugh. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. It was, like, it was like something you might get in a Marriott. There used to be a downstairs toilet it's not worth it's not worked since my 40th birthday really no we had a big party <laughs> what happened in there i don't know <laughs> I, I i promise you i honestly don't know but it's not worked since my 40th birthday i didn't, I didn't know you had a downstairs leave. where is it in the in the house is it like in the out the outbit? It's good. Yeah, it's in the outbit. Yeah, it's in the outbit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richie's yeah. got like a bit on the side of the house which they're going to expand into but it's kind of like i don't know it's like a what would you describe it as like a 
a um, dusty corridor from yeah. a, a bygone era. It is. It really is. It really is. But there you go. Some information you never thought you'd glean uh, from this podcast. A virtual walk around <laughs> of Richie's house. <laughs> we'll have to do that one day. Be great for anyone who's uh, fancying burgling it. <laughs> but do have a look on Twitter. If you get five minutes today at Absolute Radio, we're doing a thing called I Am Richie. We're getting the audience to... I was flying solo, so that I needed them all to be my Richies. Uh, and we were getting people to tweet in a photo of themselves in situ. And then uh, producer Adam was superimposing Richie's face on all of them and, and what a treat it was what a thread if you have five minutes today I did have a look at that it's great wasn't it yeah I think the Harry Kane one was the one that uh, I was really glad about it, it was always going to happen of course it was it was always going to happen Well, one other thing. Go for um, it. Just mentioned at the, at the start of this podcast that I had a few beers last night. I haven't been drinking for quite a while, actually, so this is the first in a while. Um, so, uh, OK. Ah, uh, now. So you, you had a few beers last night and yeah. you, quote, went drinking. We went drinking. I, I've, I've, no, I've seen you go to the pub, but it sounds to me as though this then was an event. It was proper. Uh, I met up with, like, uh, our kind of group of mates and uh, we went to... I'm not going to name the pub because I'm going to have a bit of a moan. Six pound a pint. That's outrageous. Cheapest beer in there, £6 a pint. And this is, this is the problem with this uh, craft ale uh, revolution that we've got going on in this country. Yes, it's brilliant to have all these kind of cool brewers who are, like, brewing stuff in their East London warehouses and calling it, like, slippery eyeball no- ale, oil, or yeah. whatever. But then when, you, when it's minimum £6, it's just unbelievable. I, I've, I've come away from it like Jesus in the marketplace. Absolutely... <laughs> Like wanting to just kick off. I, it only seems like yesterday it was like two pounds seventy-five. I remember buying a pint of. Do you remember Guinness tried to get into the lager market with a thing called Enigma? Yes. It had like a widget in it and stuff like that as well. Uh, what happened was, to widgets? I know widgets was they like gave the up on that. Didn't cutting they? edge of technology it was like the next big thing. Yeah. And then there must be a warehouse jam-packed full of widgets that have just not not gone anywhere. Do you know what my wife tries to do when uh, there's something expensive in the market? She tries to play a game. Okay. So that hopefully I'm going to guess that the price is actually not quite as you know that I might go over the top okay. and then the expensive thing then seems cheaper. All right. So she's st- she's trying to save the world by getting rid of plastics and cardboard. Okay. I'm with her with that. Into next door's garden. <laughs> yeah. So um, she's moving away from, um, like, shower gel in a hanging plastic thing. Okay. So she's found... I, I won't name the brand because I'm about to moan about their price. Oh, good. good, good. Get off your chest. This is what this bit's about. <laughs> yeah. But she's found a shower gel that is solid. Now, in my book, that's a soap. That is a soap. But she soap. says to me, it's not. I mean, it's like that sketch in 40 Towers where um, uh, Manuel thinks he's got um, a hamster and Basil says, no, it's a rat. OK. okay. Well, yeah, this, yeah. this, to me, is a bar of soap. But what they've done is they've made it into the shape of a shower bottle. When she what? bought it from the shop, they said, what we've done is we've put some solidifying gel in it so that it keeps it in that shape. But we promise you the ingredients is exactly the same as what's in a shower gel. But how do you apply it? How do you apply it? Do you rub it on your face? As your if head? it's soap, yeah. So it is soap? Well, <laughs> according to my wife, it's not. But it is a solid bar of shower gel. It's honestly it's broken Britain. I know. I'm sick of this. So it's lasted, soap. it's lasted two weeks, all right? So bear in mind there's two adults in our house. Yeah. It's lasted two weeks. So that's pretty good for a, a shower gel. OK. She says to me last night, because it's run out, because she was experimenting, she said, how much would you pay for what we've just had? So how much would you pay for a shower gel? Do you, uh, How big was it? Standard, standard shower gel 
bottle two, size. £2.50. That's exactly what I said. £2.50. It was £11.50. Oh, my word. Isn't that outrageous? Daylight robbery. <laughs> I know. It's day, this is, this, the theme of this is daylight robbery. I want to rid the world of plastic, but they do make it hard for themselves. They really do. That is absolutely unbelievable. And it, another thing that girls are more than willing to pay incredible amounts of money. I don't, I, I, this is like a business idea that I've had like bubbling away for a while, right? Is it the same in your house where... You've got your rubbish that you put on your hair. Like, I always have to wash my hair with the stuff you put under your armpits. There's no, there's no, I don't have a sh- like shampoo and conditioner set up. But my other half, Katie, will have two giant, um, massively expensive bottles of stuff that she's got off of a hairdresser. Yep. If I so much as touch, I'm in trouble. Yes. She knows, like, a little bit like the mad woman in misery. One of them it will be knocked away from facing due north and she'll know I used it and lock me in my room or whatever. We had, uh, we had a big to do a couple of weeks ago where it had been discovered that Charlie had been using Natalie's shampoo. <laughs> I love it. As a shower gel. <laughs> Actually, washing his whole teenage body with this. Waste it, using it like it's going out of fashion, I believe <laughs> yeah. is the phrase. Um, but oh. why don't we, and this could be another hometown product, why don't we invest in big, expensive looking bottles of muck for blokes to wash themselves Great with? Great idea. Same rubbish that you normally use, maybe yeah. decant it into what looks like a fantastic Vidal Sassoon style giant bottle that your other half, the female's not allowed to use. I feel that Home Time is coming up with its, with, with so many Home Time bespoke products. Yeah. We're going to have to go into retail. Portfolio. Knock radio on the head and yep. open shops on the high street. So get this podcast down you whilst, you, whilst we're still in this industry. Choice of two stories for you. Okay. Okay. Do you want to hear about a toxic caterpillar plague or a cannabis cake? Uh, Can I go for the caterpillar plague? Because I'm listening to an audio lecture series about the Black Death Plague at the moment. So this is bang into my wheelhouse. Okay, I'm going to rattle through this and then I might have time for the cannabis cake as well. Okay, all right. Because that's what I wanted you to choose. Oh, right, okay. But... (laughs) (laughs) You never quite know what you're going to get with me. No, that's very true. But the reason I picked the the caterpillar plague in the first place is I have this perception that as kids, Mm. and you and I, you know, we're of the same generation, caterpillars... You are just told to be stay away from them all the time. And it's as if they've become safe again. And this is the first time I've seen a story about, like, dangerous caterpillars. You were told to stay away from caterpillars? Yeah, well, you what happened. What did you do to them? <laughs> I feel that there was, like, some caterpillar plague in, in Sussex or something or other. Well, I, I, do you mean stay away from them like they've got something? You, they've got something you don't want to go near? Or stay away from them like these creatures are rare, don't go near them. No, 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 as in they could kill you. Really? Yeah. Or at least blind oh. you or something. <laughs> blind you. I've never, I've never heard that. I've heard many childhood scare stories. Not stay away from caterpillars, you could go blind. Germany and the Netherlands are battling a toxic processionary caterpillar plague. Oh, my word. Yeah. Uh, these are... Oh, no, I've just... Bloody hell, I've just lost it. I know we are. I sound like a granddad, don't I? Just lost the story there. Um, yeah, these things have got 700,000 hairs on each one. They measure two centimetres long, but just one of those hairs could kill 500 trees. Oh, my Lord. That's, that's like a nuclear weapon. Caterpillar nuclear weapon. I think I've read that correctly. Sorry, did you say kill trees? <laughs> yes. I think we're all right then, aren't we? I think we're okay. But just all I'm saying is caterpillars, they're starting to get dangerous again. Let me, let me paraphrase. Caterpillar threat, not as bad as first thought. <laughs> right. On to the other one. Cannabis cake. Yeah. This is such a great story. 
In fact, what I might do is lazily just read this as it is. Do it, do it. Because someone's written it and it's it's true. Nurses were reportedly off their faces after a nice old man handed them a cake laced with cannabis as a thank you present. Oh, the little tinker. Police were called to Warrington Hospital after staff ate the red velvet sponge... I personally love a red velvet sponge. I love it. It's a proper modern cake, that is. ..that was spiked with the Class B drug. The grandfather, who had wanted to thank the nurses for the care of a relative, is said to have been unaware of the cake's additional ingredient because he had taken it from his grandson's 18th birthday party before presenting it to the nurses. I mean... A, everything's in that story. Everything's in there. First of all, why is he nicking a cake off someone else's party to take to nurses who've done a brilliant thing for him? A complete cake. That's, I know, it's a awful. A complete cake taken from the grand... Because you're not going to take a half-eaten cake to say thank you to the nurses. No. So he's nicked a whole cake from his, grand, his grandson's 18. The front of him. But the irony that what he's taken, the little scallywag, the 18-year-old, yeah. it's a whole cannabis cake. Yeah, well, but, he's, but he's, he's run the risk because he's then meddling with stuff that's in an 18-year-old's party. It's best you don't know this. He's misjudged the cake and, dare one say, he's misjudged his own grandson. Absolutely. Those poor nurses. I have one other business plan that I'd like to put to you. I've got a lot of business plans this week. Uh, mainly it's come from uh, the fact it's been a horrible week for sweating. Has it been bad sweats? It has been, yeah. Lots of different types of sweating, underarms, sweating, uh, back sweating. Uh, inside of your legs, if you're wearing trousers, sweating, that's quite a bad one, isn't it? Bag I get livers, those, yeah, my thighs, yeah. It's not nice, it's not nice. So I've kind of been sick of it, and I was just thinking, isn't it horrible? I mean, I've come in today, it's roasting hot, and I've got, like, Converse All-Stars on, I'm sweating there, I've got sweat on my legs, sweat on my back. Why don't we go back to the era of the Bible and get back into loincloths? Do you know what I mean? What, why, when did loincloths go out? Do you know what? It's really interesting you say that because I think we've got Adam and Eve to blame yeah. for the whole sweat thing. How do you mean? Because when they ate the fruit that the serpent said, eat that, have some fr- of this. The forbidden fruit. The, the, uh, what was that cake called from the previous story? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of that. Um, that's when they realised, oh, we're naked, and they covered up. But loincloths? No, they covered up. I, I, I guess they just covered up with... <laughs> Tracksuits. <laughs> Tracksuit and a zip-up, like, I don't know, reflective coat. The point being <laughs> is that the previous six days, they were naked and didn't realise it, and it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Well, so there, in those six days... No, but let me just clarify, I'm not calling for nudity. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> yeah, but the climate of the Garden of Eden, yeah, obviously, didn't matter whether you were sweaty or not. No, no, absolutely. I mean, and if you're naked, you probably wouldn't be that bad overall. What but, materials are loincloth? I, I think it's like, um, you know, the stuff that you would get, uh, like a sack of potatoes, that kind of like sacks. That's um, quite heavy. I know, but that around your waist, nice breeze from down below and above. I just think there's there's I'd a say you need a... the breeze though because it's going to chase on the danglies. Oh, it is. But what what a line! What a particular line of of you know. Uh, liberating clothing. If it's good enough for Jesus, if it's good enough for Barabbas, it's good enough for us. I'd say... That'd be the phrase on the front. <laughs> that, that, that could be all the different models. The Barabbas. The Peter and Paul. Yes. The Fisher of Men. That's very the, good. Or, you know, uh, uh, yeah, the, another... There's quite a few hometown products in this podcast. Isn't there? The Nazareth. I blame uh, the Rubicon. Nazareth uh, Deluxe Edition. <laughs> I go back once again to my dish dash. Yes, I mean, the dish dash That's that you've what got, I wear in the summer. That must be so cooling. I mean, yeah. I'd, be, I'd give anything to wear a dish dash today. Next time my uh, father-in-law goes to Abu Dhabi, I'll get him to bring you back some. We'll add it into the line and we'll call it uh, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, OK. 
There you go. Watch this space. It's the podcast. 